Welcome everyone to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And Gina, 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 Gina. Holly, 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 Holly. <laughs> okay, listen, we have Runa Magnus yes. today. We just finished the interview with her. That's why she we're was, singing. That is why we're singing. Mm-hmm. She's an internationally acclaimed personal branding speaker, author, and strategist. Yes. She's a globally active advocate for gender equity in the world. We're going to talk about that. But as she says... Gender equity isn't just about women. No. It's about men too. It's about all the people. Now, we talked a lot about women because guess what? We be women. We are. <laughs> <laughs> but we we will fly the man flag too. Okay, yeah, so. Absolutely. And <laughs> so did we, Runa. Runa flied the flag. She flied the flag a little bit when we were off. <laughs> flied the, the flag. Fly, flied the flag. Flied the flag. I don't know. It's totally good. I like it. It sounded cute. I'm going to start flying the flag too. Flying the flag. Uh Okay. So after our session, but yes, it's it's about man and woman. And listen, this is more than just about gender. It's about boxes. But she's also the founder of the Changemakers and the co-founder of the Network of Transformational Leaders. We talk about her being the co-creator of No More Boxes Movement. Mythology and lifestyle. And she has books, Branding Your X Factor, The Story of Boxes, The Good, The Bad, and What, Gina? The Ugly. Uh huh. And Mm -hmm. she's on her third book, which I can't wait. It's um, What If Genders Have No Future, is the working title of that book. And we talk a little bit about her partnership with Nicholas Haynes, which we will put you a note in the, not put you, but (laughs) <laughs> we're not going to put you anywhere, <laughs> but we are. Gonna- we are not going to, for sure, not going to put you in a box. <laughs> no, for sure not. For yeah. sure, because we got in trouble for boxes, Gina. <laughs> I do. We were I, boxing people up left and right. I mean, I, I mean, yes. There's I, I four got- steps we need. But Runa, Runa was <laughs> Runa went easy on me. I think. <laughs> well, me too. I was in. I was in trouble too. But you know what? She was gracious enough to say we only need to cover four steps, but we really need like eight to ten. Yeah, yeah. She, we we, she's going to send okay. us extras in, in an email later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So she has a beautiful story, yeah. and we uh, really are blessed with the time that we shared with her yeah. and the thought patterns and the awareness that we're going to have and put into our partnership is exponential. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you know, her story, her life story and what she's committed to doing over her, over her career. And she's not done yet. I mean, she's, she's she's, winding up. Yeah. And she does a big reveal. I know with a, Punch coming soon. Yes, as I understand. And she did the big reveal on LOA on court. I know we got the scoop. We did get the we scoop, the Gina. Scoop. I don't know how we got it because we babbled on until until it came out. <laughs> she probably just wanted to shut us up, and it did. It like stunned us. We're like, ooh, ooh. we got a scoop. So we were quiet for a minute. <laughs> It's no, so she awesome. was amazing. Yeah. We love her so much. We yeah. think she's so beautiful, a beautiful leader. She's an inspirational leader. She's yeah. just an incredible human. I'm not going to say woman. Yep, human. I'm not going to put her in a box, although I looked Soul. at her. 
She's, she's a soul. soul. She's mm. a beautiful soul. Mm. Anyway, we hope you enjoy this beautiful soul, Runa Magnus. Here we go. Oh, Gina, today, I mean, this I is like something special today. I know. It's really special because you know what? I mean, I love to start with that. I know. I never know. You. I never know. Yes. You know what? We have a magnificent lady all the way from Iceland today. Well, that I did know. Darn it. Yes. I, I thought know, it was, but I'm, you were going to throw something weird into I me. I am going to throw yeah. something weird. We yeah. have a leadership coach and mentor. Uh -huh. And here's what I'm going to say that's, that, I mean, it's not weird, but you want to become better, bolder, brighter. You yes. want to talk about branding, yes. boxes. I mean, no boxes. Ooh. You've got Runa Magnus today. Uh, and that's a whole lot of bees. We're going to break it down to like, oh, I'm so good. I, I see We're what you did there. We're going to break that down <laughs> further. With this badass boss. <laughs> Oh, yes. High five me, Gina. I, I was picking We're up what you were putting bees. down. Yes, All for right. Sure. Welcome, Runa Magnus. Thank you so much for being here. Gosh, this <laughs> is going to be something. Thank, thank you. Thank you, both of you. I'm so honored to be your guests. Oh, <laughs> we're thrilled you. to have yes. you today. Yeah. You know, we typically start our podcast off with just a little bit of grounding for our, our listeners just to kind of get a a sense of you, your background, your kind of the milestones and the highlights of Runa. So if you wouldn't mind just doing a quick overview of who you are, uh, your roots, your big milestones and what brings you to us today and the work that you're doing, I think would be a great place to ground our conversation for today. Oh, thank you. Well, I try to be, I try to put things together so it doesn't become a long Nothing. Um, <laughs> and that is, I mean, honestly, it's an art for people to try and package your life up, right? It like, is true. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. no put small you, task. Put your life story into a short sentence. And I go, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Um, to, to give you um, as short as I can, I, yeah, I'm, I'm from Iceland. I'm born, raised, in, and living in Iceland. And uh, from, from as far as I can remember, I've been, um, really, really interested in human behavior. Mm. And in particularly, I've been interested in these things about what women should do, what men should do. And I was lucky as a young girl, as a teenager, I was so fortunate to be uh, able to live in the United States for a, for a year, I, I actually graduated, graduated from my high school in the U.S. And that gave me just more to ponder over, seeing the difference between gender roles in the U.S. versus in Iceland. And then as I uh, went into my career, I was fortunate enough to be, my first job really was, I was a private secretary for the Minister of Culture and Education in Iceland, which happened to be the first woman taking that role. Mm. And following that, I, 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 uh, I was doing some work for, with uh, computers, and then my mom had just started a, an import business, and I thought, why, why don't I go and, and help my mom a little bit? And, and I had a son at the time, he was two, and I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to quit my job, just going to you know, do be more with him, be more of a mom, and uh, help my mom a little bit. And of course... I mean, going into a business with my mother, 
Um, that I, I don't think that he saw me anymore. I think actually he saw me just less. Um, so that actually grew into, I sold that business um, back in 2007 and or 2006 and 2007, I stood in front of that question, Runa, what do you, what do you want to do when you grow up? Literally, that was the first time that I remember asking myself this question. So I went into coaching, I went into, you know, marketing and studied some. And there I had this idea um, coming up on the surface, which was as a business owner, I had been so fortunate to be invited to be at various huge conferences around the world uh, for women in business, women entrepreneurs, um, for women in the corporate world, you know, there was a big conference. And I had, I remembered attending one of them actually in Seoul, Korea. I remember uh, really pondering over why isn't it possible for me to get to use the technology to get to know these women that were there. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little idea that was seated back in Korea. And then when I had that space to thinking about what do you want to do when you grow up, that idea came up again. And I decided to do something about it. And I founded a platform called Connected Women, which was one of the very first platforms, online platforms for um, really social media thing. It was, this was really in the beginning of the early days of Facebook. And before I knew it, there were women from, I think, 75 countries signed up. Uh, and um, I, it was really thriving. And that led me to speaking around the world. And then I saw that women, so many of these women, had fabulous things that they were doing, but they were not actually showing up. So I thought, how can I help them show up and not be so always behind and and you know kind of like not feeling that they were good enough or not big enough business whatever there was so that led me to branding personal branding and so you can see it's just kind of like one thing after another then my I would say uh, I mean that that part wow where do I start there was just so many things that came that were happening and for me at that I'm, I was listed on Forbes like I was uh, I was on Oprah you know and there were a lot of things that were happened and then 2018 I was invited to speak at the UN me and a group of people that I founded together called the Changemakers. And we were looking at the three out of the 15 UN Sustainable Development Goals. We were looking at peace, sustainability, and gender equality, something Mm -hmm. that I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. And um, right there at the UN, I was listening to one of my chain spankers on a panel called Conversation with Man, and he gets this question. The question was, why haven't we reached these goals Mm. and Nick sits there and he very quietly openly just shares he says well actually it's quite simple it's because we keep putting people into boxes and although it's a way for us to understand the world 
it just doesn't make any sense to expect people to live and behave as these boxes. And you guys, that that was my matrix moment. I just mm. I sat there and I went, oh, whoa, now I get it. Now I get it that despite everything that we have achieved in Iceland when it comes to gender equality, I don't know if you know, but we've been number one in the world for this, I think, 12, 13 years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everything that I've done, everything that we've been doing, I kept feeling that the more equality we were seeing, the more gap I saw happening between the genders. And it was mm. like it was like we were becoming, we were competing rather than unifying mm -hmm. and using the best out of the best. So there I thought, oh yeah, those boxes. Yeah, we keep doing that. And then Nick, he's I can hear that Nick is he continues with his talk and he says, Well, what happens if you are a man? And you are loving, you're caring, and you want nothing more than to take care of your children and, and just be a homemaker. And you told the man up, you know, you told, you know, you're not mad enough. Yeah. And you, you're being judged. Right. And then I thought, as I was there, I thought, oh wow, that's like he's talking about my ex-husband. You see, mm -hmm. I was married and got divorced decades ago, but the years before our marriage ended my ex-husband was a stay-at-home dad mm -hmm. and although rationally I thought I didn't judge him I saw other people judging him yeah. but I rationally I thought I didn't I right there I saw I had right there I saw that unconsciously yes I judged him yeah and that was a terrible terrible feeling Yeah. Because it, I didn't realize it, like everything that is unconscious, you know. And then I can hear Nick, he continues and he says, um, and what if you're a woman and you're just straightforward, you just, you just want things to happen and you're just a go-getter. You're told to, you know, not to be so confrontational, be a more of a lady. Don't, you know, you need to be more diplomatic. And I thought, holy moly, Nick is talking about me now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could literally hear my mom's voice saying these things when Nick was pointing out. And I said, yeah, yeah. wow, well, I've actually been boxed all the time as well. And then I saw tons of myself doing that and others doing that. It was just a matrix moment. Anyway, mm. you said I was supposed to do this quickly, didn't you? No, no I didn't I, say no. that. No, oh, no, this is no. very, very good. <laughs> this, this is, is good. I'm trying this is to perfect. Yeah, no, anyway, this is perfect. This confidence takes an end and Nick and I were going in, in our taxi going to JFK and because there was a storm coming up this ride that was supposed to take like 40 minutes was two and a half hours and in that taxi we continued to talk about boxes we talked about how boxing people in has created the concentration camp camps mm. the slavery the the endless battle for people grouping together that are not getting and not being heard not being seen because they are this or they are that mm -hmm. and we just decided in that cap that was it we could not 
we can't continue this way. We have to, we have to open up some conversations, give people some understanding that although it's as natural as anything for us to do this, that it just doesn't make any sense that we take it as the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we, when we said goodbye to each other at JFK, he was going to UK, I was going to Iceland. We just made a pact. We said, okay, we're going to create a movement. We are going to create safe space for people to come together and open up these boxes. We're going to write a book. And that's just what we did. Wow. I mean, I love this story. So let's unpack some of this for our listeners. So Nick is Nicholas Haynes, who we've had on the podcast. And we'll link that episode in the show notes. About the water Mm -hmm. tiger. Uh, But he's so much more. And he's the co-author of the story of boxes, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yes. Okay. Which is what you're talking about. And the co-creator of the the movement, um, methodology and lifestyle of right. no more boxes. So right. we're talking about gender, which is near and dear to our hearts. Yes. But the story of boxes really, like you were suggesting, Runa goes very, very deep into, yeah. you know, even the history of, you know, why do we circumcise why men? We do that? men? Mm-hmm. You know, why do we yeah. do that? Why would we continue to do right. that? And, right. you know, it goes very, very deep. And I do want to just go back and say, like, I'm, sitting here. Well, there's so much. Okay, I know. I, I want to get back to the gender, but I'm just sitting here blown away by the story of your life. Yes. And, and I, you know, let me get the question out. So the question is, it feels like, and I know you compressed it and there, there must've been tough times in between, but, it, <laughs> but it feels like it is a life of charm and flow. It really does. And even the, you know, waking up one day in 2006 or whatever year it was that you said, that says, okay, what do I want to do with my life? You had already been the first woman here and right. you'd already done so much. You're creating, you have co-founded so many other yes. things, the the network of transformational leaders, the, you know, the gender equality that you've done. I mean, there's, there's a lot more underneath, which we covered in the intro, mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot more even underneath there of your you know, gifts to leadership, this world. Stewardship. Le- yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, just- why, I mean, help us under, like, how do I get there? I don't no, know. I, I don't know. I'm watching you try it, but and it's really like, fun to watch. Well, maybe but- it's her astrology chart. Maybe I need to look at her chart. Okay, yeah. And see uh-huh. if she's just charmed. Okay. Yeah. Because I have a lot of red lines on mine. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's aspects. That's, you know, it's astrological funny yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. That we don't need to talk about yeah. right now. No. But anyway, can you... Can you comment on how you navigated your life, the flow? Did you feel like you, you know, uh, really flowed through without resistance? Did you, what does that look like? Because it looks blessed and Did it and feel as charmed yes. as it sounds? Yes. I it think yeah. maybe. Well, yeah. here's, here's the thing. This is what, when, on retrospect, when looking back and, yes. and, 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 Knowing what I know now and seeing what has mm. happened, no, it has not always been in a flow. No, 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 no. I, 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 I have, I had a jumpy road, and you know, uh, no one goes through a marriage and a, and a divorce no. with, without a little bit, but little bit of a, a bump or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, when I look back on things, um. I see that 
and I believe actually in this now, I believe that we all come to this earth, we're all born on this earth um, with a promise. So there is something that we promise our universe, our planet, our earth, wherever we are born. And when we get space, when we get that freedom, that that nurture, that 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 surround that environment that that nurture you in one way or another, we have more the opportunity to know our promise and to do what we can do in this lifetime to right. fulfill that promise. And that's what I I'm becoming more and more towards that thought or that vision. Because if we look at it from that angle, and I'm glad that you mentioned Nick and, and the water tiger and, and his specialities when it comes to the, the Chinese energies. We are energies. We know that. And when you look at our vitality and you look at the, the promise that you make when you're born, and if you get the, if you are in your flow and you get to fulfill that promise, whatever that is, by knowing and respecting and honoring your flow, there is no such thing as gender in that mm. space. Mm -hmm. yeah because we make it so muddy have you noticed we make it so muddy you know i'm i'm a woman last time i checked <laughs> but still i have these elements in me that are considered to be masculine mm -hmm. and the beautiful thing with nick being a man i haven't checked but he tells me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that he has this beautiful nurturing in him which is considered to be female. Mm -hmm. And we mut this together and we're judging. And we're we're being, you know, we're being isolated or we're being, we've been, you know, put into places that are not nurturing us, not empowering us to be our highest version of ourselves because of that. Right. So when you say when you ask me these questions, I think that unconsciously I was on that on that just trip journey, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, um, you know, those big things that have happened in my life that created stagnation. Those were the things where I got sick. Those were the days where mm -hmm. I was really questioning myself. Those were the days when I cried and I was exhausted and I felt like I was burning out. You know, those are the days when you do, when you don't follow, mm. when you don't keep your promise that you promised when you were born. Mm. I love that. So I love that you revealed, thank you for revealing that, you know, mm. it's tough, even for the charmed outward looking life that it's yeah. still a journey. Yes. You know, it's not a destination. And one of the things that we 
talked about with Nicholas when he was here was know your vitality test. And we encouraged our listeners to do that. One of the things, you know, on LOA and Cork, we say even to manifest and you've manifest an amazing life in our opinion. And one of the things we say is to know yourself, but I love the fact that she's connected to your promise. Yes. I love that. And we've never said it like that, that, Mm -mm. but I Mm -mm. love that, you know, to know yourself, I'm wood, am I free? You yeah, know, yeah. my biggest question in life is, am, am, am I free? And where I've been stagnant is where I didn't feel free. Now, free is a state of mind, but right. there are Free some is ad- one energy, actually. Yes. Freedom is, is an expression of one energy. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the wood. And so I, I love that you tied it to the, the yeah, purpose. That and, is perfect. And yeah. we, we think that too. Now, th- when you're talking about gender, and I'm, I'm going to, we can go to the middle, but I want to skip to the end of gender. Do you feel like, because I too, I've been in the corporate world my whole entire life and many, many years, and I feel the gender box um, has changed some. So I would have been put in your gender box where I want results and I'm direct. And so I'm the masculine side of the equation. Scary and bossy and pushy. Because because I request, I'm always respectful. I'm always this, that, and the other thing. But, But the problem now I see is now that box has become bullying Mm -hmm. or has become, there's more retaliation now. To your point, it feels like the boxes are- The genders are retaliating now because the men, even in your book, you said this, and I love that the dynamic duo of you and Nick uh, writing that book together, you know, a female and a male perspective, even though it's much more, I'm going to keep saying it's much more than just genders, but- you know, you said it in the book that, you know, men, since the Me Too movement, they're afraid to be alone with a woman. I get that. You know, I understand from a man's perspective that they could absolutely feel that way. And so is there a lot, but I think the boxes are actually not getting less. They're multiplying in a weird way, at least in corporate America here in the United States. And I've heard it from more than just my experience. And then for being female, it's like, you know, you're too much and then you're not enough. You're never perfect. I mean, you can never quite hit that bullseye, whatever that is, Yep. you know? And so what are your thoughts on that? And I know you're in the process of writing your third book, which is if genders have no future, I think is the name of that book. And you can, that's the working title. Yeah. Yep, yep, the working title. And so I know that you, it's near and dear to your heart. How do you feel about that right now? And is there a new movement, a retaliation movement, or that's some other question. thing that's happening in the gender equality? Well, that it's, um, I am, when I'm, this is the first time that I actually say this out loud, you guys. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Breaking. This yeah, is breaking, everybody. Breaking yeah. news. Breaking news. Another B. Breaking yeah. news. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking news. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, I love um, you. I love your own, I know. her own sound effects. I love, I love this. Okay, this is great. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we are writing up the manifesto. Oh, I love a manifesto. For the new paradigm of gender equality. Oh, okay. I love that. And I love that you so boldly say it's a manifesto. I that love I love. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Wow. So I said it first. Mm-hmm. Wow. Here. Right. Wow. I love that. Love it. Well, you and know, it's so- I think we need that because, listen, yes. the one thing that I've noticed, and I'm just going to give you a little background, something that was an aha moment for me. 
you know, of course, we we evolve as as mm-hmm. humanity, and I can I can remember um, back in 1975 uh, when women in Iceland took a strike. I don't know if you have you ever heard about that. So in 1975, it's not women in Iceland, whether they were working from home or working outside of home, they striked. And I remember my mom and her friends, they were so excited. And I went downtown, she went downtown, <laughs> everyone went downtown. And we, we were singing and protesting. And they were basically showing that whatever they were doing was needed, was important, was of value. And they proved it. Mm-hmm. Because they had been well put into that box that whatever they were doing was worthless. Yeah. Yeah. They showed that was not the thing. Okay, that is in 1975. In 1980, um, I remember this is a year before I had the the right to vote my myself. But that was when the first woman was democratically elected as a female president. Yeah. And I remember Vigdís Finnbogadóttir. That is her name. When she was there was a debate on TV. She was the only woman. And then there were three. Well, in my mind, I feel like they were very old men, but probably they were about maybe 50 or something, but they were really old as I looked at that. <laughs> and Vintis was a single mom. Mm-hmm. Vintis had also gone through cancer therapy mm-hmm. and had needed to have one of her breasts removed. And the TV reporter asks her there on live television, he says, now we've heard that you've gone through chemo and you needed to have your breast removed. Now, how are you going to serve the nation this way? No. And yeah, we are shocked. This was normal. 1980? 1980. Yeah, this is normal. See how things have changed? Yeah. This is 42 years ago. So she replies. She says, well, I'm not going to breastfeed the nation. (laughs) God bless her. God, I like her. Exactly. So the things that I want to point out is this is... The this is the social environment that I grew up with. Right. Okay. So I I was born just like you guys. We were all born with a promise. Mm-hmm. The promise that we are going to do in this lifetime. The right. things that we wanted to be, the things that we wanna we want to create, they whatever that is. Now my social conditioning. How I then evolve is really affected by what is around me, like just like with you guys. Sure. So when we believe that women are one thing and men are another thing, it doesn't add up because we can see that when we have freedom and we are allowed to be more of who we were born to be, less conditioned to be, that's what we do. Today, in the environment that I'm living in, we have parental leave where both parents take equal time off, paid. 
Right. We have, we see, you see men just as much as women, dads with, or mothers with their strollers. Sick leaves going, needing to go back to, you know, if your child is sick or whatever, it's both parents that are doing that. So you see, that doesn't mean, you know, back in 1980, if that would have been kind of weird. Yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. But now it's just, it's just normal. And the same thing goes with so many other things. It's like um, you go into, you know, already in in, in most, most of the Western countries, I think I'm not going to put it all in one, but, you know, women are even more coming out of the universities than men in many cases. Yes, yes that's so true. We have more of women doctors, more of, you know, in, in lawyers, all of those things. So we have that, although at one point in time, we were told that we couldn't because of the gender, regardless, men or women. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to be, I think this is a a pivotal thing to think about for us and for anyone that is listening without going into judgmental voice, but just observing what did I grow up with? What? became normal for me and why should that be the truth when I can see that there are other things out there that can be just as much yours if you are appealing to that right as not and that's where it really comes in our self-regulations self-awareness obviously just being aware that yeah okay this is how I was brought up uh that doesn't mean that that's who I am. That's mm-hmm. just the social construction that I brought, was brought up with. Now mm-hmm. we see with the latest tech, latest researches on epigenetics and, and that, that whole field and, you know, talking about law of attraction with the energies and all of that. Now we see that we can even change our patterns. Yes. We can change it, become, you know, change the the habit of being ourselves right right so this is what i think is so vitally important that we start to talk about and we start to look as much as we possibly can around us with those glasses on our nose so that we say okay it's that's life is so much more than that i'm just seeing a tiny tiny thing yeah. Hey everyone, we're so excited to share with you a special gift for being our subscriber. Please head over to LOA Uncorked and get your own free badassery toolkit. What is that? You might be asking yourself. Well, it's seriously very cool. It will give you your own badassery alias, your life superpower, your kryptonite, and those things about you that you should just own with swagger. And we're excited to give this to you. Head on over to LOA Uncorked and get your free badassery toolkit. Yeah, I think it's so interesting. So in your box, you do talk about the framework of how do you, uh, how do you go about 
you know, analyzing all the boxes. Of course, we're talking about gender right now. Sure. And one of the things, and I, I was like, is this generational? Because does it, you know, right. does it change with generations? Because I'm in my fifties and, um, I grew up in a all do male dominated. Mm -hmm. And so I wore the suit with the tie even. Mm -hmm. So it was like, well, what makes me successful? Cause I was scrappy to be successful. I was mm -hmm. like, I know that it looks like a man. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I have yeah. to look like a man yeah. to be successful yeah. down to the tie. And, you know, of course I wouldn't do that. Now there came a point where I liberated myself and I thought you're lucky to have me. I can wear <laughs> anything I want. Okay. Like, you know, and yeah. uh, there was a liberation, yeah. but this is all internal. You guys, this wasn't anything that, you know, this was my shifting my awareness of mm -hmm. this is stupid, you know? And then I think about even now, I think, um, in terms of like, there's an imbalance of, uh, what I've noticed in my trajectory is that, that it was all masculine results, results, and results. And, you know, when I started blending intuition and some of the more feminine side, you don't have to call it intuition, people. No, you do not. Um, you can and scare Fact, people. It's better not to. It's better not to still. <laughs> but, you know, you pull in that ancient wisdom, the feminine side of things. And that's what was really needed, integration. And yeah. um, there's you know, that's one side of the gender thing, but I've seen that myself. So I feel like, is it generational and that our younger, our younger people don't have the same? Well, it would be because the construct is slowly evolving over time. Yes. You know, I mean, we grew up in the seventies and, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, it was, it was back to kind of what you were describing, uh, Runa, in terms of, you know, the social constructs around were very mm -hmm. masculine dominated and, you know, boys spoke first, they, you know, were perceived to have all the, the sports talents were supposed to, you know, do ballet and sing. And, you know, some of those kinds of, you know, they did shop, we did home ec, you know, it was that, that sort of, you know, you were kind of boxed in based on your gender into what even coursework you did in school, um, at least mm -hmm. here in the US. You know, I think today that's less, yeah. that's less of a thing. I mean, it's still, there's still a lot of it and still too much of it. And I th we're still trying to integrate clearly and the manifesto will help us with that. But I do, I, I do see in our children that, you know, they're, they're not in the same spot I was and they, they question those boxes more and there are less boxes for them to even identify I mean, all even. of it race yeah. boxes, right. all of that. You guys yep. touch upon that a little bit. Sexual we, we identity. To, yes. We, yeah. I think just pointing out, I in many ways I do agree with what you're saying. I yeah. think we need to say that some of the other generations are seeing it differently because we know as well that there are younger people as well that that are some of them are not. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's very true. And we yeah. we continue yeah, to right. to box into generations. We into you know age, and we're just so used to this. Yeah. Uh, no, you're therefore, right. therefore, we 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 want to just use that four letter word, add that into the conversation. Is you you talk about manifesting, mm. and you talk about words. Uh, you know, words create your life. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. So the more that we come up with the statements of the younger generation the this the that the box that we are talking about the more you're actually carving it into yeah 
Ox- wow. that, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Complete so sense. just by mm. just by being aware, and when you hear someone say that, you can say, "Yeah, you mean some." Or right. when you become aware that you are saying it because hey, we're just used to it, then you can say, "Oh, I meant to say some." So just so that becomes yeah. more Good. of Great a point. traditional thing to say, rather than keep keep the old thing, because the more we keep the old thing, the more we're actually manifesting that. No, brilliant. I mean, get out of here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so can you talk to maybe like you have a framework, the the three step framework or whatever, so that we can yeah. acknowledge our boxes because we were creating more boxes in that conversation, Miss Gigi. Yes, I mean, <laughs> clearly I need all three steps. So we put it out with me in my back pocket at all times. We might yeah. need six steps. <laughs> well, we might we, need to double it. We thank you for giving me that opportunity. Well, there are there are actually four steps. Okay. First is the like you're saying, first is the self-awareness that yeah. just becoming aware. And I think um, with the with the in, rise of people wanting to be more mindful, learning mindfulness, meditation, all of these practices can help us so much to be more aware. Mm-hmm. Calms our nervous system. We're not more as, as more in, in fight and flight and all of that. Uh, but that awareness, when we gradually grow that awareness, we become more aware that how our reactions, it, our thoughts and our t- words, it's based on preformed thinking, okay. listening, yeah. and acting. Yeah. It's not based on what we're where we are and where we're going. We're always taking what was into the present moment. Mm-hmm. And as our brain makes no distinction between any time, right. that becomes manifested in our body, in our soul, everywhere. It's just, that's how it is. Yeah. So that awareness is of course crucial, but we can be extremely aware and do nothing. So the second one, is self-regulation, that we create some sort of a rhythm, you know, something that it can be gratifying, something that is, okay, now I'm, 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 I want to I wanna become better at this. I want to uh, add, just like, a, right. like I said, with some, uh, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, my regulation right now is that I'm going to add that into my vocabulary, and I'm going to be conscious about that, putting that in there, you know, that could be one way of self-regulating. Mm-hmm. Right. A pretty simple one. And then it's okay to make mistake. Yeah. Yeah. You're just more aware. And yeah. and that that goes to the third one it is not to beat up the earlier version of yourself. Right. No. So be show yourself some self-love. And remember um that karma is always, 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 always on go on duty. So the more that you give love, receive love, that is that thing that you just you become mm. more in that flow of things. So self-love is number three. Mm. That um, although something happened, although you done it, uh, give yourself time to heal. Uh, because there's so much when you heal, 
you heal so much around you as well. That's beautiful. And we need that in our world. Mm -hmm. And the fourth one is something that I find extremely important. And that is to have humor for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this is serious stuff. It is. is. And we all do this. And, but it's really ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's really ridiculous that we think that you walk down the street and you see a woman and that your automatic system just expects her to be kind and loving and caring. (laughs) She'd be a mass murderer for all I know. Yeah. 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 So you see, that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you have to be it. able to laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. You say, whoa, I did that again. Oh, you know. And having what we say, oh, where you talk about Nick and I, we talk about one of the things that we've seen that's been really helpful for people. And that is to have like um, a buddy, yeah. or someone who is there, like you two guys, mm-hmm. you know, now that I'm having this conversation with yeah, you, that absolutely. you kind of like, Give you each other a little nudge. You mean some, or didn't you? Aren't you boxing me in now? Isn't that yeah. You know, yeah. something. Yeah, something that kind of just, just can you can you feel how less tight that is? Yeah. Can you yeah. feel how more of a flow and the barriers go down, and you can instead of having that box that is rigid, it kind of like the walls go down, and you can flow between. Because uh-huh. here's the thing. You know, I may be jolly, but right now, but I can be sad. I can be irritated. I can be a lot of things. So being able to flow between those things is as human as I can possibly think. Right. I'm so glad you said the buddy because I, it's been a it's been the foundation of the podcast honestly is just so much of you know the inspiration for the podcast was our give and take in the friendship and and really you know committing to one another to the other their growth yeah. their interests their development their value proposition mm-hmm. to the world and helping encouraging sponsoring them both of us stepping into those things and really that give and take and conversation i we we do it in a cab we do it mm-hmm. in cars we're driving yeah. I mean, we had a lot of the same kind of rides that you and nick had not from the mm-hmm. un yet but i suspect and we, we might be in yet, the un at some know, point in our life never you never know. know you never know however they need us Gina. they do need us do. oh yeah I, they don't know why nor, nor do we but they, <laughs> they do. do so um so we you know but but all of those conversations and we really feel like you know the foundation of the podcast was to create a community of people where just by listening to these conversations you have sort of that give and take and that natural buddy system. So hopefully folks listening today can share this book, this concept with others, if it's something that they feel like they want to challenge themselves with and really seek partnership and guidance to do that. Because it's more fun when you do it with someone anyway, really. Absolutely. And there's more awareness to be had. So I think, Gina, we could use one more thing. We could level up our yes. our partnership. Yes. So one of the things oh you're going to love this, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to like it. Okay. Uh-huh. One of the things that, that Runa before. knows very well is conscious questions. You oh, remember that? Oh, yes, 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 we yes. We love the yes, power of conscious that. questions. So I think her and I need to question each other a little bit more. I mean, she's always crucifying me with, you know, um, I don't know. 
This, I mean, that, and the Rona, other thing. You so. don't buy any of that, do you? Like, <laughs> she's boxed look me. Look how in. quiet and demure I am. <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean, I, I we really found the Nick talked a little bit about it to yeah. us before. Yeah. I don't know that he did it uh, on our podcast, but maybe you can share a little bit about the power of integrating Ooh, those, those questions kind of into your life. Yes, excellent yeah. question. Yeah, as an example, just want when you're saying that, and because we're talking about boxes and all of those things. So one question could be, why is it okay to let go? Mm. Oh. Why is it okay to let go of judging another person? Mm-hmm. Why is mm. that okay? Mm-hmm. Why is it okay to let go of judging myself? Yeah. Wow. Such a simple question. And yet, you know, I but the way it's put, the way though, it's put, and why yeah. is it okay? It's as if you've already done it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why right. is it okay? Yeah. Why is it okay? Why is it okay to be a leader and be afraid? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's the best kind of leader. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Talk about my exactly. way. It happens. Yeah. 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 Why is it okay to be a leader and you don't have all the answers? Yeah. So there is a lot of, lot of uh, self care. Why is it okay to show myself and others love today? Yeah. Mm. Why is it okay? And why is it okay that this person doesn't call me? Or why is it okay that you know you can do it? You can right. Yes. Right. Right. So many levels, and then just. What it really does, it have what well, at least for me, what I've noticed, I use this with my clients quite a bit, is that just calms down your system. Right. And like we I said earlier about those four steps out of mm-hmm. you know exploring and, and, and getting out of the boxes. It the moment you calm down your nervous system, you have space to be more aware. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a cycle, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, even in the four steps, two of them are self-love and fun. Right. Um, and so when you ask the question from a place of positive, you know, why is it okay? Mm-hmm. Versus you could easily conversely ask the other side of the coin, which is, you know, how how, how is it bad that, you know, or whatever the question might be. Yeah. You know, I do think to your point, the nervous system, and it really, really invites people into embracing the positive of something versus, mm-hmm. you know, what, what may feel uncomfortable or in some cases, maybe scary to people that they're changing their way of thinking and they might lose some part that is maybe on the more unhealthy side of the scale, right. Yeah. Of the yeah. emotional yeah. scale. So yeah. I just think it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliantly put when you think about that. Well, And so like, if I'm going to apply this, um, and it, when I'm triggered or, I would go inward with these questions. Yeah. So like something is triggering me, I would go inward and ask this question. And it, and there's actually, there's epigenetics involved in these yeah. questions too, right? Because oh, yeah. your, your mind, your subconscious is searching for an answer, right? Mm-hmm. For that, okay, for the why is it okay to let go? Right. Yeah, why you is know. it okay to let go? Why, yeah. And yeah. Um. That those questions um, 
Another question that I, I find very, very interesting and always uh, gets me, and, and that is to ask myself and I ask other people to ask for themselves is, why am I valuable? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Why am I strong? Mm-hmm. Right. And this thing about what what, what, are, what we talked about earlier about how we're always taking the, the the past into the present. Yeah. And and one question to remind you is to ask why is the past the past and why is now now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we talk a lot um, on the podcast as well, just about, you know, routine and practice and, yeah. you know, um, you know, having a, a daily practice that really sets you up to be successful and e- evolving and, and, you know, living in a mindful, mindful way. And, and, you know, I could easily see those couple of questions around, you know, why am I valuable? Why am I strong? Being part of even your morning ritual in the morning, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, really really coming into yourself and reminding yourself of your worth and, mm. and, and power on a daily basis. I think and that's okay if it's different Yeah, every day, right? It's yeah. good. Just yeah. notice what is coming up. Yeah. No, I think that's interesting. Mm. You know, interesting. why is it okay to not be perfect? Mm. Is that, you know, that would be like, if you're trying to evolve past some of those things that really make you strong as and yeah. probably successful also make you crazy. You know, there's some of those those attributes yeah. that we have. Yes. You know, it, why that's is great. yeah that's mm-hmm. fantastic. Why is it okay to not be perfect? And that's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Why is it okay to many, not make everybody happy? Relate yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, what about? I'm not. Now I'm gonna. No, I'm just playing with you here. But yes. I was just thinking when you said that, I thought, well, how about if we could say, why is it okay to be perfect? Mm. Oh. You know how we how we tend to say that nobody is perfect. Yes, we do. Yeah, okay. a, is that a box? <laughs> <laughs> well, I th- I think that I think there are many layers to that one actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to point out one thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And speaking of language here, so if I take the Icelandic word for p- perfection or being perfect Mm. and I translate that directly to English it means fully present oh my gosh so can we be fully present and how perfect is that well that is perfect you'd manifest Uh, anything you want if you're fully present (laughs) I mean, I think that's, that's the key to to manifestation. I think I want to move. Oh, yeah, court can close. Okay? I think I, I think I want to move to Iceland. We're moving to Iceland. Yes. Yeah, that is. We've got to learn the language, though, Gina. I know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with just the perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna start there and hang out until I pick, pick up a few more I words. That's brilliant. That's, that's a, that a, is amazing. I love that. A, well, I think that's a a fantastic way to wrap up our our time today i mean i, I don't that's a mic drop moment it I really mean, is but let's it let's, gives us all an opportunity to be perfect it does fully present being fully present i love yeah. that is there anything that we didn't cover yeah. that you'd like to showcase before our time is up yeah 
Um, you've been such a graceful <laughs> host. It's been so much fun. Oh, um, all I want to say is for people really to start to think about their lives and think about what sort of a world they we want to live in. Mm-hmm. And um, just remember that despite you might feel that you've been boxed in in a box, 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 and you can't feel that you can even breathe because you're so conditioned. Mm -hmm. I'm going to end with a little secret. And the secret is all of the boxes, every single one of the boxes, they don't exist. They are made up. Mm. Now that's the true mic drop moment. Now that is the true <laughs> mic drop. Yeah. No, I yeah. And so only, incredibly true. They only exist when you believe they exist and boy do they feel like they're real at that time. But they're not. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well Runa, you Runa. are a gift to our world. You're a gift to leadership. Really, truly. A powerhouse. Yeah. You know, if I if we really think about what like you said, your story and what you've created and, and just your it's conviction amazing. to create it mm-hmm. for others and this real um give back to to leaders, to communities, to women, uh, to the world is it's incredible what you have done. Absolutely. We're incredibly honored to have the conversation with you today. Yeah. And so audience, we will link in the show notes, mm-hmm. her website, so you can get a hold of her for, you do leadership coaching and mentoring, right? Yeah. So that people can contact you yeah. and then go get her book, Branding Your X Factor. And then the story of boxes, the good, the bad, the ugly. And the ugly. Yes. <laughs> yes. And like the the- just better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and is the movement still continuing? The No More Boxes Movement Breakfast yeah. is that? Yeah, we Fantastic. are. And we are. Um, the The focus has been. Um, well, this focus has been really pointing out the these boxes, but gender box is a big topic yeah. for us. And we are playing a game called the Game of Boxes, which is really about expanding and 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 our awareness towards money and wealth, which is a very mm. interesting. Oh, oh no, that is that is fascinating, and I can't wait for the the game of boxes dot world. Okay, you can see when we're playing next time. Okay, okay, I love that. It's all online. Yeah. Okay, we'll link everything in the show notes. I can't wait for the manifesto as well. Oh, the manifesto. And thank you so much for your time. We are truly blessed and honored, and we got so much out of this conversation. We know our audiences too. Absolutely. Thank you, Runa. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncork.com. See you soon.